What do you do when the uh, bullied gets bullied by those who are really kind of supposed to be there to help? It's a question being asked by a Hamilton woman who has filed a formal complaint against two Hamilton police officers who she says responded to the scene of a crash where she had been hit by an SUV in central Hamilton last week. Her name is Tally Osborne, and she was born with no legs and is no arms and is missing bones in her legs. So she relies on her scooter. She can't get around without it. And she was knocked to the ground as an SUV pulled out from a parking spot as she was passing by on the sidewalk. And a lot of people saw, come to her aid, help her up. And despite the pain of hitting the cement, she did not need an ambulance, but she did call the police. And not because she wanted to press charges, but in case she needed any kind of documentation for, let's say, insurance purposes. And that's when she says things took a turn. Her name is Tally Osborne. She is an inspirational speaker, and she presents at all sorts of things like TED Talks and talks about differences are beautiful. She joins me now. So, Tally, you know, you you turn to the people that should be the people that help, and that's not what happened in this situation. What happened once the police arrived? Once the police arrived, um, the minute they got there, the first police officer, his demeanor was just... It was an odd demeanor, and the minute he saw me, he said, are you the person they called about? And I said, yes, and he said, awesome. And just that initial sentence, you know, that initial awesome, I was just like, oh, here we go. And then he proceeded to, he asked, "Um, do you need an ambulance? I said, no. He said, okay, no injuries. I said, well, I do have minor injuries, but I don't need an ambulance. And then he proceeded to explain that because the accident was on private property, there's not much they can do. And I interrupted by saying, but it was on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And he repeated, because it's on the side, because it was on private property, blah, blah, blah. And I said, but it's a sidewalk again. And he raised his voice and said, ma'am, do you know the Highway Traffic Act? (sighs) And I said, it's a sidewalk. And he said, ma'am, do you know the Highway Traffic Act? And I'm just like, what? Obviously, I don't know the Highway Traffic Act. And then he was a bit more hostile now because I interrupted with, it's a sidewalk. And he started explaining that it's private property and that we will treat this like you were hit by a shopping cart, which was quite offensive to me because an SUV coming at me Mm -hmm. is a terrifying experience and it's nothing like a shopping cart no it's not and so clearly you know there were people there to help you did they mm-hmm. think did they notice the tone of this to be honest I was in shock mm-hmm. I was it, shock is a weird thing mm-hmm. where it yeah. feels almost like a dream but I remember um, looking over at the people who hit me a couple times when I was kind of defending myself and they were in agreement just with their face and their nodding of their head. Um, my partner was next to me and you could tell his demeanor, his face was just like, Oh my gosh. And there was one point where I said, you don't have to talk down to me. Mm -hmm. And even my partner said, you don't have to talk to her that way. And he said, well, I'm not meaning to talk down to you. So, so even when the acknowledgement that, hey, you know, you're coming on a bit strong, that didn't even seem to back off? They didn't seem to back off? No. Well, the one, that one did, he went to talk to someone else. And then the other police officer, who I thought was maybe going to be the nice one, 
started off by not asking me how I'm doing, how I'm feeling, if I need anything. He said, witnesses say you were going pretty fast. On a sidewalk, but you had the right of way, which kind of, you know. Of course, and scooters don't go that fast. And also, right off the bat, you're blaming me right off the bat. And when I tried to explain myself and say, my scooter doesn't go that fast. And also, I feel because I am on this scooter for every almost moment of my life outside my house, and I rely on this to get around, I shouldn't feel afraid and go have to go at a minimum pace. I said, of course, I wasn't going full speed, but I wasn't going my minimum. I'm not going to stand here and tell you I was going super slow. I wasn't because that's not how we get through life. We have to get things done. And I explained to him that, well, I tried, and he interrupted by saying, does your scooter have different speeds? And I said, please let me explain. Does your scooter have different speeds? I said, of course it does, but can I please explain myself? And I proceeded to explain to him that I am very cautious on my scooter. I am aware of my surroundings. I never, you know when a car says, go ahead to you? I don't let those cars, I don't go ahead. I always let those cars go ahead because I've been hit three other times. And I tried to explain this to him. I said, because I've been hit three other times, I am extra aware. I am extra cautious. And the way he reacted to me saying that was, oh, really? What do you think the common denominator is here, ma'am? No offense. And that just made me so upset. That was the icing and the sprinkles on the cake. I was just like, the common denominator is obviously the cars and people not paying attention where they're going. You know, and you, you make your living talking publicly to people about your differences, our differences, and the differences we all face, and the fact that yes. this is something you have faced, so bullying is something that you have lived with your yes. whole life, mm-hmm. and being stared at likely, and, and you know, made oh, to feel time. different. So, you know, I think, are you more equipped to have been able to deal with us, or is this just an experience that really kind of You know took what? You off? I think I am fortunate yeah. enough that I could stand up for myself. Uh-huh. I have a voice. I am articulate. Yep. I am smart enough to know that I could speak up. But to be honest with you, there was a couple things. I was in shock. I was so upset. And police are intimidating. Yeah. I didn't know really what I could say. I have never been in trouble with the police in my entire existence. And I don't want to be. And honestly, it was intimidating. They were both attacking me with their with their words. And I honestly stopped talking because I'm going to get myself into trouble. And I did say, you know what, can we just stop talking? Yeah, I would like to stop. Please stop talking to me. Yeah. Let let me just ask you this, because I'm 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 running out of time just a little bit. But I want to know, have you heard anything? Since filing the complaint, have you heard anything? Yes. On uh, Wednesday night at 10 p.m., the second officer called me. Mm-hmm. And when I answered the phone, I was shocked. I couldn't believe he was calling me. And he said he was calling to file the incident report. And I told him it's inappropriate that he's calling so late. And he should have taken the incident report on the day of, and he said, I refused an incident report. And I said, I did not refuse an incident report. I refused to speak to a third 
police officer, which he offered me, would you like to speak to someone different? Mm -hmm. And I said, no, I don't want to speak to any of you anymore. I would like to go home. It's a moment of, you know, compassion. I mean, uh, I guess at your kind of a low moment and you sadly didn't get that. No, and that's when they should have asked me, what happened? Can you please explain to us what happened? The person who called the police was the person who hit me. They only had their side of the story. Well, well, and all of a sudden, he wanted my side of the story at 10 p.m. at night when I'm about to go to bed. Yeah. Well, overall, uh, we'll have to follow, uh, follow and see where this story uh, takes you. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. um, not sure what happened here, but clearly it was a bad experience. Okay, yeah. let's see where the complaint goes. Tally, thanks so much for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. That is Tally Osborne. We'll keep following it and see where that thing goes, you know. She is an inspirational speaker, and she does talk about pretty much that our differences make us, you know, beautiful. On point, this is Alex Pearson for Global News Radio.